With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. Iowa State Senator Dennis Guth of Clemmy says he is opposed to the proposed carbon sequestration pipeline projects in the state. Guth says even at its maximum capacity, these pipeline projects would not sequester enough carbon to move the needle on CO2 levels in our atmosphere. He says pressurized CO2 on pipelines will dramatically increase the safety risk to rural residents and increase the cost of training fire and EMS personnel. Guth says the proposed carbon pipeline projects will involve the gross misuse of taxpayer funds that is completely unnecessary and adds that carbon could be captured and used to supply industry with CO2 that is in short supply or used to produce e-methanol that is a growing and very profitable market. Guth in the new year will be representing Senate District 28, which will include Franklin Wright in Hancock counties. This week, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors held a joint session with the Franklin County Veterans Affairs Commission. The Franklin Supervisors approved the hiring of a temporary part-time employee funded and managed by AARP for the Veterans Affairs Office. In other business, there was discussion held concerning the relocation of the Veterans Affairs Office from the courthouse to the public health building, and there was discussion regarding communication between the Supervisors Commission and the VA Director. Franklin County Board of Supervisors will soon consider having a non-voting member on the Veterans Affairs Commission, with that person being a county supervisor. Last night, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department transported from Saragordo County 28-year-old Alex Hansen of Mason City, who was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for revocation of his probation from the original charges of possession with the intent to deliver marijuana and for possession of methamphetamine. If you'll be making a New Year's resolution tomorrow night, you may need to genuinely focus on making the change in order to keep the pledge. Allison Phillips, who's a psychology professor at Iowa State University, says our approach to make resolutions usually sets us up for failure. I've seen two different statistics. One is that 80% of resolutions fail by the second week in February. The other's a bit less depressing, and that's uh, 40% of us are still hanging on after four months. So either way, um, long-term efforts at changing our behavior generally fail. Phillips, who studies behavior change and habit formation, says to focus on how to make changes that will lead to creating a better version of yourself. This is important because behaviors that do stick around are those that become part of our self-identity. It's how we see ourselves. They're usually things that we're proud of, that we're good at, and they uh, make us feel like we're competent at something. Zero in on things you can become good at and that you see yourself doing and take pride in, she says, as those are the kinds of things people won't give up on. Habits form as you repeat them in a stable context. Pick a time that's pretty regular that you could do it, um, and that will help you form a habit more quickly. Also pick something that you relatively enjoy. You might not like exercise at all, but pick something that you hate the least and that you would be proud of yourself to do. If better physical fitness is your target, Phillips says it's important to aim for specific goals that focus on behavior and not on certain outcomes like a number on the scale. If you prefer bicycling to running, by all means, go for the bike. Even if it's in the gym and stationary bike's not awesome, maybe try a spin class um, until the weather is nicer. 
Everyone fails, she says, so plan ahead and rehearse how you will cope when you run into barriers. Also, social support is important, so in addition to having a workout buddy, make sure your family's on board too and will encourage you as you create new and positive habits. The Butler County Conservation Board is hosting three free workshops in 2023. These workshops will be held in conjunction with Building Better Birders, whose mission is, quoting, to create birders all across Iowa that can contribute to the knowledge about birds across the state of Iowa through participation in citizen science programs such as Christmas Bird Counts, Great Backyard Bird Count, Project Feeder Watch, or even Monarch Butterfly Tagging, end quote. The schedule for the first free workshop is going to be Sunday, January 15th, and will include a session on building a bird feeder at Harry Woods State Park south of Clarksville from 12.30 to 2 p.m. with a bird hike at the State Park from 3.30 to 5 p.m. For more information, you can contact the Butler County Conservation Board, the number 319-278-4237. Again, 319-278-4237. And today on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program, we continue to take a look back at our most newsworthy newsmakers in 2022. And on today's program, we will play back our interview with Jack Zimmerman, who retired from the Sheffield Press in September after working there for 66 years. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays over the noon hour on KLMJ, with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.